Yo, 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 what's up? It's your girl Kalia back with episode two of another podcast of Butterfly Living. Um, I've been old, y'all. Another episode, plenty of episodes, but I'm back and I'm better. A lot of shit just been happening in my life um, where I've been transforming, you know, like a butterfly coming out of its cocoon. Um, cocoon. <laughs> but yeah, I'm back with another one. You know, I'm feeling better. My mind's more focused, um, better from the last time from my first episode. But in today's episode, we're going to talk about being a hustler, bossing up and having that boss mentality and, you know, clearing your energy and getting out the negative. I'm going to start with my story, one of my stories from my life, which is a piece of the puzzle. Um, When I was 14 and I used to go to school and I used to be like, Man, all these kids got the latest Jordans, you know, the shoes, the Nike fits. Some of these kids is rocking Tommy Hilfiger purses, the perfume, everything. Like, and I'm like, I'm only 14. Y'all only 14 too. Like, damn, like y'all real life living, you know, the luxurious life. And my family didn't have it like that. I didn't come from being spoon fed or, you know, being rich. I, I had to get and struggle for anything that I had, like I had to work for that. And a lot of these kids didn't have to work for that, you know, which is a blessing because they had their parents to take care of them. My mother took care of me. She did the best she can. She's still doing the best she can. Um, But I just used to wonder, like, y'all get all these materials, but, you know, nobody's really book smart. And a lot of the parents was being the children's friends, Instead of being their parents. And I just used to be like, man, like, if I could just get one new pair of shoes, like, I would be so grateful. I was grateful then, but at the same time, I wasn't, like, I was always angry or upset because I seen what the other kids had. But then I would sit down and think, like, when it was time to get grades, I'm like, yo, like, I got straight A's. And then I look at the other kids and I'm like, damn, like. You got, you feel me, D's, C's, and F's. And it was like, because their focus was elsewhere, you know, and they wasn't really paying attention to the books. Um, But they was rather wanting to stay fly than to understand and get that, you know, get that education. But um, I asked my mother, I was like, I want a bank account. She's like, why you want a bank account? I was like, because I want to own my own money when I get a job. I want to, you know, have somewhere to put it safely. Because I felt like people always around me was take, 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 gimme, gimme. Nobody was like, oh, let me help you. Let me show you how to do this. Let me show you how to invest your money. Let me show you to take your time to make sure you know that you looking at the value of a dollar instead of millions in a hundred dollar bill or a five dollar bill. Let me show you the amount of even change. But nobody never showed me that it was only spin around me, spin. Um, even with the little that we had, it was always spent. Nobody really taught me to save. Even in the black community today, it's not as much saving as it should. But there are people out there of color or minorities that are now beginning to teach their children or even themselves as adults to save and to build because saving and getting credit is so essential now in today's world, especially with the COVID-19 going on and 
it's just everything the unemployment is difficult to get now even if you're really unemployed the stimulus checks aren't kicking in like it's a struggle um but i was like i want a bank account she was like okay let's let's go try to get you one so we went to chase and they was like at the time you have to be at least 16 with your parents consent to even get an account i was like okay i wait two years later so Two years later, my mom never really said too much about it. And I was just like, okay, the job that I was working at, they was like, oh, we can help you um, get an account. So they started talking to me about credit and saving and how important that was. So I'm like, okay, cool. So I told my mom about uh, TCF and we ended up opening um, accounts together. And I was so excited and so happy because I'm like, I got my own like debit card. My name is on it. Like, this is mine. This is mine. Like, Nobody can take from me. And I was just so happy. And like, from that point on, even just getting older, I just was like, yo, like, I got to save. I got to save, which I getting even trying to still get better at that, which is coming along. But, you know, everything is still learning. It's a journey like a butterfly. You know, you're born, you're created. And, you know, you have to learn how to fly. I had to learn how to take steps, like what not to spend, what to buy, what was more important. Because when I did start saving, I would find myself taking more out of my savings and spending than actually putting more inside my savings and saving. And I just thought like, damn, like if ain't nobody going to have my back, which nobody did, you got to have your own back. You got to have your own emergency plan. You got to have that plan. I say plan A. Um, I was at this training at my job, my current job, and we did this training. It was 2020, and it was talking about having a boss-up mentality, you know, and hustling. And, like, how important that is to, you know, not have a plan B, which is nothing wrong with that. But to make sure that that first plan, that even though there's going to be trials and tribulations or even failing, you got to make sure that you don't give up on plan A. Because there's not always going to be a plan B or C. There never really is. It's just you have that idea, you have that dream, and you just hustle and hustle and you go get it. You're going to have some people that's going to invest in you. Even if they don't invest in you, they'll still give you their words of encouragement. Or, you know, they appreciate you for what you're doing and stuff, which is good. But you just got to figure out, like, how I'm going to get this shit off the ground. How I'm going to get my feet wet. And get the ground running. Even if it's just writing it down and just creating a vision board. And I started doing that with collaging. And I would just find myself getting these magazines and just cutting out every little word. I didn't care if it was from a newspaper. And I found myself with just boxes of loads of shit. It's just collage pieces. And I would just put it together and just like create this beautiful piece of art. But it wasn't just a piece of art. It was more to me because it showed me this is a vision. This is what I want. This is how I'm going to live when I get older. And now that I am older, not as much older, I'm only 21, but I've got an old soul. I feel like I'm 36, 46, but I know that I'm 21. I'm an adult and I'm learning and growing every day because I'm still not even done developing as a woman. Um, But money is... It has a value, but it doesn't have more value than loyalty or honesty. And that's my 
other thing I want to talk about with today's podcast is being loyal. And I say that loyalty is important and you have to be very careful with who you give your loyalty to because some people real laugh, sit in your face and kick it and hee-haw and act like everything is okay. They'll even help you out with anything. And when y'all not in each other's faces, they'll talk shit about you or talk things about you just negatively for no reason. And you're not even at your lowest point. But they, they know these things and they go behind your back and they go to their people and they tell this stuff to other people. And you think that you trust them the whole time. It's a snake in the garden. And, you know, you got to figure out how you how to slither your way out that garden, you know, without them saying, oh, you're being fake because I didn't because I because you cut them off or, oh, why are you acting like this? And you like. And when you're being honest with them, they still sit there and lie like, oh, I never felt that way about you. I never said this and that, you know, but it's up to you, your inner self to say, I'm not going to accept that the friendship or the relationship is not worth it anymore. And it doesn't matter how long you've known that person. I don't care if it's 10 years, 15 years, 30 years, 100, a million years. If that person is just negative energy every time you see them, it's time to cut them loose because they'll drag you down. And I found myself in so many situations where I've let people bring me down because I love them or we had a bond in the past and I just was like, I can't let it go. I was afraid to see different in the world and to meet and branch off and to meet different people because I felt like I was always the outcast, like an alien off this planet. Like, it's just, there's nobody like me. But I said to myself, I'm like, yo, like as I got older in high school, really made me realize that because I would always dress weird. I was dressed with up-to-date things like, you know, Jordan shoes, Air Force Ones, but I still had my 90s type of vibe where it was like the plaid shirts, the loud color shirts, the MC Hummer pants, you know, and that shit is like from the 90s, but that just was my vibe, but I found myself trying to fit in, and the more I tried to fit in, the more distant people got, and the more harsh of judgment was, and I just was like, yo, like, I'm good, I'm gonna put myself in my own lane, my own vibe, and I just was like, yeah, but I found myself just jotting ideas down, because that motivates you to just push yourself and just to like stop being lazy and procrastinating because as the world is getting older and changing and the economy of money is definitely changing. It's just like, do I still want to be on government aid? Do I still want to get food stamps? Do I still want to get Medicaid? And they're cutting these things out, especially if you've been on it for a long time. It's just like, you got to do better for yourself. You got to see better for yourself. You know, and I'm one person that I don't want to be living on government programs all my life. Like, I want to be able to say, get that bag, like, and make that money, you know, and just do better and just see better for myself. Because, like I said, I've been living, I feel like, the poverty land all my life, you know. I've been in Chicago all my life. I only traveled maybe two times, and it's like, bro, it's a whole world out here. And I haven't seen even 
fucking 30% of it. I've seen maybe 2% of it. And it's like, yo, like, it's more out there than just Chicago, Chicago downtown, Forest City Mall, just wearing Air Force Ones, going to juke parties, going to smoke some weed, chill, drink, going to the food for less, the liquor store, hanging out on the corner on the porch, on Facebook, Instagram, like watching other people, you know, traveling and getting by. Like, it's more to that. Like, I want to be a part of that and post my own traveling pictures. And it's like, you just got to motivate yourself. If don't nobody else do, motivate yourself. Get out there. Create a plan for yourself. Keep dreaming. Don't let nobody tell you that a dream will never come alive because they're lying. It will. And transform on your own time. Be your own person. Don't let nobody try to tell you how to be you. Be yourself at all times. Every deal ain't a good deal. Every friendship ain't a f- every friendship isn't a good friendship. Every bad friendship isn't a bad friendship. You just might have some difficulties with each other that you gotta figure out. Even though create an agreement to every relationship ain't peaches and cream. And sometimes it's hard to let that person go, but you gotta let them go. And again, I leave this to say with you all. Stay humble and hustle. Don't tell nobody your plan yet until you're ready. Keep listening and be on the lookout for episode three.